Hatihei Mauriora, Inga Mana, Inga Rio, Ero Rangatirama. Kia ora and welcome to Māori Initiatives Podcast Show, Tamangai the Mouthpiece, in association with podcast.nz. Thanks for joining us. As each week, our guests share a part of their life's journey to Te Iratangata, improve quality of life. Uh, inga mana, inga reo, e rangatirama. Tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou katoa. Uh, kia ora and welcome to Māori Initiatives. Uh, welcome back to our podcast show. Really wrapped to have you with us, especially this week. I know I say that every week, eh? especially this week. Well, especially another week. Uh, this week uh, we have uh, Adam Shooter in, in the studio with us. Uh, kia ora, Adam. Yeah, kia ora there, Steve. How's it going? <laughs> Great to have you with us, bro. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to Māori Initiatives. And just remember for our, our listeners that are listening in, uh, you can catch us. Uh, we're part of the worldpodcasts.com. Uh, but particularly if you're looking for us, say, through Podcast Addicts, that's a free app you can download uh, to your phone, uh, you'll find us under podcast.nz. Uh, so, of course, if you're listening to us, you figured that out already. But just uh, maybe let others know. Uh, around you, that'd be great. So, no, good, good to have you, Adam. I've been wanting to uh, get you in for a little while, uh, especially after you scanned my head uh, not so long ago. What's that about? We'll find out uh, uh, during our quarter to tonight. So, we start off every week, Adam, just a little bit of uh, who are you, where you're from. So, uh, take it away. Yeah, sure. Thanks, there, Steve's good up. Um, yeah, Adam Maui, shooter, um, originally born in Pateru. Well, where's that? Yes, Sorry. that's what most people say, actually, mate. By Tokoroa, everyone's lived Tokoroa. in Tokoroa at some stage, I think. But, um, yeah, lived there for a while, then uh, moved all around the place, really. Uh, then ended up in uh, South Auckland, Manorewa, Clendon. How old were you then? Uh, about 12 years old. Then went to De La Salle in Mungary. So, um, oh, cool. Yes, yeah, that was good. It was interesting, eh? Yeah, yes. Were there yeah. many Māori Pacific students there? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Other way around, were there many honkies, mate? Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, no, but um, that's the way, it, it was cool, man, I really respect it, and, and uh, awesome. I wouldn't have it any other way, so um, yeah, no, it's all good. Yeah, from there, yeah, went to Lincoln University. What did you do there? Uh, did landscape there for about six years. Didn't hey. last much, yeah, not the sharpest tool in the shed, actually, Steve, but... Um, so that would give you just short of a PhD. Uh, I didn't even get a diploma in the index, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what were you growing, Don't tell bro? my mum. Don't tell my mum that. But, um, yeah, so um, from there, um, went up to Tauranga and ended up in Auckland here, right? As well as Kerikeri, so here we are. Oh, okay. So just a born and bred Kiwi. Very, yeah, very basic, mate. Uh, Scottish in you, bro? Ah, uh, who knows? There's much probably, <laughs> who knows? There's a little... Yeah. Oh, awesome. Okay, okay. So uh, we met uh, recently around your landscaping business. How did you come into landscaping? Um, when I was at school, um, like I'm very illiterate. Right? I can't spell, read, write. You know, um, I was always bottom of the class. Um, but horticulture is one thing I was okay at. And so I kind of like stuck right. with it. And um, when I left school, I had no idea that I'd ever even dreamt about going to university but um one day a friend said hey man you are smart you can do it and um and i believed him for some reason and yeah went that's why i didn't pass it lincoln mate (laughs) 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 but i knew it in my head eh? i was gonna get it down on paper Mm. but uh and i've still got all this stuff still in my head 
even though I can't get it on paper. Um, and that's how, how wow. it rolled from there, right? Wow, okay. So, so you, you, someone encouraged you, you had a go at it, you liked it. Yes, yeah, so, some believed in me, eh? Like, uh, he's one of my best mates. He still is my best mate. Um, oh. What's his name? Uh, Dean Frost. The good old Dean so, Frost, uh, eh? Yeah, no, he's a good man. Yeah, so I was uh, about 14 at the time when I met him, and he was 18. And he goes, mate, we are smart, even mm. though we think we're not. And he just believed and he enforced that into my head. And I believe, started believing it, man. And um, I do the same thing to my kids and any other, you know, other young kids around, I say, just believe in yourselves. Oh, so that's right. how I got into landscaping anyway. Right. So, um, yeah, yeah, awesome. So you've been, that's quite a long time, eh? You've been quite in a few that years space. ago, mate. Yes, yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> confession. Uh, so I helped you on the recent flower show. Uh, what was that one called? Alice. Yeah, well, you didn't do show, too eh? much, really, did you? <laughs> what? I was <laughs> wasted. <in> the- <laughs> uh, that's not true. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, you did a bit of What? Yeah. No, no, mate. It was it. I just blindsided me. Actually, what goes in uh, to doing what you do? I, I just I could not believe the the weights and you know because everything weighs. Ways heaps, eh? So I was picking stuff up, trying to be staunch, and after about 10 minutes, I was looking for the pallet jack. <laughs> you know? yeah. oh, it's extraordinary, and you just keep doing that every day. Um, Can I confess that Stephen actually asked me to come and help him on that day? Oh, oh man. man. And I said no. Hey, we should go to an, uh, <laughs> an <laughs> advert or here, something. Mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take tip, pay on it. Because I knew, um, I knew weightlifting was going to be a problem for me. So I was like, <laughs> sorry, dude. I All right, Smithers. Yeah, All right. It was game over. Yeah. Can I just say, and, and just listening to what you were sharing there, um, Adam, that I was very similar. My, you know, I, I always say to my girls who are very cl- gifted and smart, their mum is very much an academic, very smart lady. I got eight percent of my accounting for eight percent. Eight percent. I school cert accounting, and I think it was the only test that I even turned up for. So I was very much the same. I didn't feel like uh, I was a winner at all when it came to academics, and I certainly wasn't. Um, but you know, like your friend encouraged you, the gentleman that owns the studio and owns this business encouraged me over many years, and I finally decided to you know get out of the truck literally. And come into the IT industry, yeah, that's right. and that was a big, you know, a big call. But it was because somebody yeah, believed in me too. So, that's right. thank you for sharing that. It's awesome. Yeah, no, no, right, man. Yeah, I reckon, totally. And let's just carry on that uh, trend of sharing that, eh? Well, oh, okay. So I should throw something in there too, eh? No, so, no you must be no, past, eh? You don't want to one of us, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 no, I'm, I'm not proud of the fact that I failed every subject at school C and I had to go back and sit it again. Except here's the kicker. The principal was none other than Graham Henry, the all-black coach who just expects you know, you to do your best. So when I had to go and sit in front of him, eh? you will come back. <laughs> and uh, actually he encouraged me too. It was good in the past, thankfully. So Adam, yep. that, that's interesting, eh? You know, someone encouraged you uh, to have a go and uh, it's stuck and uh, you've made something of it. So I kind of want to ask you I'll just about this... You did this Ellerslie Flower Show. Now, this first one, so that leads on to some of these other things we're going to talk about. In terms of a special project, of course, you do lots of work. Um, but I was so impacted by, and many others who saw it uh, at the Trust Stadium uh, at the end of last year, the work that you did. But I'm going to save that 
How did you first come into that Ellerslie Flower Show? Sure. Um, what was that like? Uh, so I'll just correct you there. The, the show that we did last year was New Zealand Flower and Garden Show. Oh, sorry. So it's, a, it's the new Ellerslie Flower Show. That's confusion there, mate. But um, back in 2002, I did my first Ellerslie Flower Show. No, uh, 1999. Oh, did my wow. first flower show. And because um, it was a very prestigious, it's the highest event you could do as a yeah. landscape designer, landscape construction. Um, and I totally bombed out, you know, and it, lots of hard work. But um, my goal in life was to win that thing. And I had another crack uh, two years following that. Um, we worked about three days straight, no sleep, uh, plus all the previous days and all that. Um, went flat out. You know, these shows, they take months of planning, eh? Yeah. About a th- over a thousand, way over a thousand hours each, you know, each person wow. to actually do and all that. So, hang but, on, um, we're talking about an exhibition at the Flower Show. Yes, correct. A 10 yes. by 10 square metre. Yeah, I was doing bigger ones back then, eh? 20 by 20 type thing. Oh, right. Yeah, size matters. Wow. Sorry, Steve. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but, um, so back then, yeah, so, enough. Uh, and 2002, I didn't quite finish it, eh? And got, no, didn't get a, any marks. And, you know, after all that work, man, I was there just going. Wow. But, um, I said, I'm going to, I'm going to win this still. So, um, Still had a goal in my head, so five years later, I went back there in 2007 uh, with a company called Palmco, I was the landscape manager of, and we cleaned up, we cleaned up um, best in the show, best in construction, gold, some lighting awards, everything, you know, it was um, a massive achievement. So, um, yeah, just getting back, hey man, you can do it, Just you may not do it, succeed at first, but just keep at it, and you will learn, so it's believe in yourself, man. Yeah, so that was three thousand hours to to achieve that goal. Basically, the yeah. first, the second, and the third, and add on a couple yeah, once more. Yeah, don't tell my wife that one either, eh? Jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, how do you stick it? How do you stick through that? Because I think that that's the challenge. Most, you know, a lot of us, myself included, uh, you know, when it gets tough, the tough get going, as they say. Uh, what's the difference with, with Man, do you uh, think from you for you? How do you stay stick focused? Through that? Believe in yourself, but um. <laughs> What are you? What are you focusing? But also, just do it. You know, like okay. Nike, eh? Be like Nike, man. Just do it. Their slogan is amazing. I mm-hmm. reckon. God. And that's the difference between of um, sitting down, doing nothing, and just whinging about sh- stuff, yeah. or being doing something, enjoying it, and being someone, and you know, having a legacy. Just do it, man. You do so many more things in life by doing having that attitude, eh? You're having a go, so, eh? Just doing it, not thinking it. Do it. So uh, that's what I totally believe on, and that's how I've, you know, on those type of things. So yeah, yeah. So uh, well, that's that's a good good philosophy. Put some feet on it. Oh, I just put it, give it a tick, eh, hey, mate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can keep the tick, man. <laughs> uh, I like the yeah. feet on part, eh? <laughs> getting out there, and, yeah. and you might fail, as you say, the first time you failed. You will second fail. time. Failing's good, stroke. eh? Don't be scared of failing. I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, failing is the best, one of the best methods to learn from, because you remember that how. What it, how much it sucks, and that just drives you wow. even more, and makes you stronger, and it knows where, and you learn where to um, where you fail, you know, your mistakes, your weaknesses. So you build those up. So don't be scared of failing. Eh? I reckon failing's great. So um, you are, I say to my students, I uh, teach at the School of Architecture at Unitech and uh, part time, and 
I always say failing to succeed. And they all look at me and go, what, what, what do you mean failing to succeed? I said, it's only through failing that we come to succeed, uh, to overcome and, and break through into the new spaces, you know, in terms of creative thinking. Yes. Um, so that, you know, but that something seems to uh, shake them up a bit. Failing. Yep. But to succeed at the end of the day, you know. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. Kia ora. Kia ora, Adam. Yep, so. and, and that's led you on to some pretty interesting spaces and places. And uh, can you tell us about Singapore? Yeah, you sure. Did something pretty special over there, and yes, um, mind blowing actually. Yeah, uh, two thousand and sixteen. I was uh, lucky to represent New Zealand over to the Singapore Flower and Garden Show. How did that happen? Uh, well, organisers from the Alice Lee Flower Show um, put my name forward to it. Right. So um, yeah, so previously I'd also had to get some. Connolly works on a point system of getting able to uh, get up to the international standard. So I had to do some more Alice Lee Flower shows, which I did down in Christchurch. Right. Um, that, that one there was titled uh, Modern Day Mower. So I um, yeah. had some big dr- mowers and dr- as driftwoods and it was coming out of my dream type thing. So but um, yeah. so you designed that? Yes, yeah. Adam, can I just oh, ask, yes. amongst chasing these dreams and these... You know these goals and attending place like Singapore. You've obviously got a business still running in the background. Is that how it works? Uh, yes, correct. Yes, yeah, yes. So the day to day doesn't get left behind, does it? No, 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 no definitely not. Uh, it does definitely <laughs> it's not like you get a free pass and you can decide? Oh no, oh, no I think I'll go to Singapore now. Yeah, there's, no, there's th- bills to pay. There's a wife at home. The kids you've mentioned already. I mean, yeah, you know, wow. Yep. Um, like I was over in Singapore for three months. I all up. Uh, three different trips, you know. You know what, to make this exhibition? Just doing this, yeah. Went over there. So I'll, I'll finish the story about Alice's, how I got there. And um, so, yeah, Kate Hollard from uh, Alice's Flower Show uh, put my name forward, and, you know, luckily I got accepted. So um, it's from uh, 15 different countries uh, are there, 15 exhibits. And and it's down at Gardens of the Bay where uh, the main bottom of the main area of uh, Singapore there. It is just mind blowing. The buildings, the architecture, and yeah. all that. You know, it's there's nothing, nothing like it in the, in the design world, of the man. world, man. Yeah, especially those gardens. You know, it's all been on the uh, James Bond movies yeah. and all that. It's, That's it's, right. It's, anyway, there anyway. But um, so I went over there three times. Or like uh, two of them, we were kind of like uh, going up through Thailand, Malaysia, picking up plants, picking up uh, materials, and all that type of stuff. Then coming back down and. Uh, Getting them all transported to Singapore. What was that like? That was cool. Very so cool. So you actually got to see the indigenous um, plant life and, what, and put that yeah. into the exhibition. Since um, Singapore is so, so like Singapore's same size of Auckland, eh? And there's no resources on it. It's just full of buildings. So uh, they've got no plants. They've got no rocks. They've got. So oh, we have to out. Wow. They've got no water there, right? Eh? So they have to pump water in, pump water out. Yeah. You know this right. whole thing, mate. But um, so we had to go up to Thailand. Grab all the plants is a luxury, you know. Mate, I was a very privileged position to be in of being able to do that, you know. Uh, going up through Thailand, picking out um, some, some amazing plants, you know, stuff that I haven't played with before, mm. um, seeing different cultures, you know, you know, all that type of thing. Man. Mm. So, um, mm. and and you've got a design that you, you created, you came up with a concept, the mower. Uh, yes, yes, that was the Asley Flower oh, Show. The one right. I did over in Singapore was uh, Modern Day Maui. 
Maui, right. Yep. So uh, the brief, the story of it was kind of like um, Maui wanted to retire. So he came to me and said, hey, Adam, can you spot us a, um, a nice little pad, middle of the bush, uh, where no one will bother me. You know, I've got all these fans. So um, where I just kick back and relax. So that's kind of like how I, the design was all, uh, all about, eh? So, um, and that just came out of your head. That was yeah, I don't, trying yeah. to think of something cool yeah. <laughs> about yeah. you in retirement. That, yeah, so I don't know where I actually got that one. <laughs> all good, all good. From, but, um, yeah, no, it's very impressive. Eh? It's pretty we didn't quite uh, finish the display. We ran out of time. Um, it was in a massive marquee, like massive, <laughs> and I don't know how hot it was in there, like a... Uh, Oh, 40 degrees, you know, like, I had, uh, I brought two Kiwis over with me, and, and a third one, actually, um, Ben Thornton, uh, this guy who I met down in Christchurch, also Stan, oh, I mean, I've got Stan's name, yeah, Stan off my detention, anyway, sorry, Stan, uh, and James <laughs> we'll Webster. Get back to you. <laughs> oh, Stan, All good, shocking, mate. mate. Stan doesn't Yeah, work. no, he does, yeah, he's got a, I'd be lost without Stan. He's a builder, beautiful builder, actually, mate. So, um, so we went over there and just worked full on on all of this thing. So, um, what it was is uh, I scanned a big, I scanned, um, I grabbed someone off the street type thing, and um, and scanned his head, and uh, we cut it into so it's a three D image. Then we cut it into spliced it all up, and I think it's forty six bits of um, 70, 72 bits of plywood timber. It's about three meters right, tall. Yeah. And it had an image of the whole face in that. Hang on, just say that How tall? Three meters. Three meters tall. Yes, this guy's scanned head. Yeah. Yes. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. Then I also brought James Webster over. Uh, he was a, a local artist, and he did the painted on the tarmac or yes. all that type of thing, mm. and uh, it was a major feature. So, um, oh yeah. wow, yeah. So, so how did, how was that received by the the Singapore? Oh people? man. He's, Loved they, it. Oh, they really awesome. loved it. I, they because um, people don't know much about New Zealand, eh? You know, worldwide, they know about the haka, and that's kind of like about it. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to bring like what New, Ze- what New Zealand was from, and and the South Pacific, really, yeah. you know, back to there. And uh, the best way I could think about it is Maui. You know, they all yeah. relate to Maui. Yeah, you totally. know, through Honolulu and yeah. where we came through. You know, guys came from yeah. and all that. So that's how the reason Hukurangi. why I, I did all that. At the top. So uh, and made from Maui, but um, also you know my middle name is Maui as well. So it's just yeah, that's right. Tied in too. So uh, so is my son's middle name. But um, wow. and just try and tell him a story about you know how what a trickster he was. You know, take the Take the Mickey out of it, you know. Have yeah. fun with things. So um, that's how kind of like we came up with modern day Maui, anyway. So wow. So yeah. that was three months immersed in another culture, Ooh. trying to promote Aotearoa and yes, some yep. of our cultural vibe up there. Yeah, uh, spread the spread the word, mate. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So. Wow, that's pretty cool. And, and so, what came out of that? Sorry, right. Stan Scott is his name. <laughs> Ting! Oh, a light bulb went off in my head. Stan Scott, eh? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So, yep. uh, where did that lead you? Um, it left me very sore and broke, actually, mate. To be honest. Ah, sore and broke. <laughs> <laughs> hey, didn't the government pay for this? Oh, no. I got a grant for uh, for so much, but, you know, um, but also things are very expensive over in Singapore, eh? And I had a land, I was given a landscape company 
over there as well, you know, to do right. my construction yes. as well. So there's a lot of resources and all that I had, but they chewed up through it, you know, whatever. Yes. So, but also just being away from the the business, you know, you're talking about running day to day stuff and all that. Um, yeah, just you know, it all took took a bit of a toll away. But yeah. I live my dream. I live. That's what. After I won, uh, you know, Alice Flower Show, that was my next aim in life. Was do Singapore represent New Zealand? I wanted. To oh wow! So, um, I, so you've ticked. Uh, you've got two things in your bucket list. Yes, yes. So I'm going to retire with Maui now. Anyway, I'm going to kick back with him. <laughs> oh, maybe you should yeah. retire in Maui. <laughs> Take you up to Hawaii. Yeah, you know that'd be lovely, mate. But um, yeah. So there's another goal, eh? You know, I wanted to, after winning, you know, Alice Flower Show, I wanted to represent New Zealand on the world stage. So um. But I didn't. Well, I was briefly touched on the point system before. I didn't have mm, enough points, mm. so that's why I went. Down, I drove down to Christchurch with the, the mowers on the back of my truck, and um, just get small points, you know, to make sure I had enough so I could get entitled yeah, to be yeah. uh, on the world stage. Wow! So, um, so yeah. full commitment. It's a, yeah, yeah, all been. in. Yep, correct. No mucking around. Not a half pie kind of. She'll be right. Yes, you no, really. Yeah. So deep. any spare moment, you know, like. Uh, a lot of nights I work till about at least midnight and just um, doing all it when I'm doing those shows and just so I can fit all it because it's a luxury, eh? Doing those shows is a luxury. Yes. Following my dream, you know. Um, so that's ways of going about it. If you say you can't do it, you just, you, there are ways of doing it. You just can't watch TV. You just know, can't watch couch, TV or, you know, or sit down. Kind of you don't miss it, man. You know, <laughs> no, no. You play some music in the background, have fun with it. You know, yeah. uh, and live your dream. I think. You, I think. What What tends to happen is often you feel a bit trapped because you're not you're not passionate about what you're doing. That's that's, yeah. that's where you end up on the couch, right? Because Correct. it's like, well, I I don't like the job I've got. It, yeah, I've got a yeah. job, and yeah. I I'm not really sure how I go and do what I want to do. So therefore, people get despondent. And one of the things about what we're trying to do here at the Marion Initiative is is encourage people with the opposite that. It's okay to be there right now, but we don't want you to stay there. Yeah. And there is a cost going going to do these. So you know, to go yeah. forward, there's a cost. I mean, you you're well and truly sharing with us that at every time you've gone to reach a goal, there's been a cost, be it time, resources, money, business, you know, far no, yeah, far yeah, no. Yeah. You know, like man, I'm lucky. I've, I'm still with my first girlfriend, eh? Got wow. my girlfriend, she mate. puts up with that. Yeah, she doesn't wow. know no better, I don't think. But uh, <laughs> you don't miss what you don't know, eh? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's a top lady. So what's your wife's name? Uh, D. D. Yeah. D. You're awesome. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, we're to... yeah. So you need to. Um, I'm lucky in that aspect, eh? But also, as you touched on, you have to have the passion for it. You have to find what whatever it is, and have a passion for it, and then follow it, eh? Mm. Yeah. Just don't settle for uh, second best, man. Settle for what? Find your passion, man. Yeah, um, and that's how you're going to do it. Yeah, it doesn't matter what it, it is, eh? Yeah, it won't be find it. Yeah, might take a might take a little while too, eh, to find out what that yep. what that thing that makes you tick or respond to, eh? It doesn't always come uh, the first time, uh, like when I first played uh, for Glenora Rugby League. Oh, who always bit them the way? <laughs> oh yeah, well, no, no. I stepped up. I had a go, you know. Had yeah, a season yeah, cool. uh, over in Glenden, uh, but it just wasn't my bag, you know. Yep. Uh, and found that out by the end of the year, and tried something else, you know, and I found I could play that better, and 
just enjoyed it. But uh, the league was so good, but it just wasn't my thing. Yeah, knitting, I've seen your knitting, mate. It's bloody mighty fine. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't always come the first time. No, you know, no Don't give up. Not, Try no. something else. That's eh? right, man. You know, but it's going to come. You're going to yep. find that, that thing that's going to make you uh, click into it. Yeah, correct. Uh, and it's all right to pay the bills along the way. You know, uh, to meet yeah. your obligations and before yes. you get to that dream. Yep. So, you know, and often we're waiting for that handout to help us get that dream or that grant. You spoke yep. about the grant. Hand up. But it only took you so far, right? And then you had to step right. up with the balance. That's so. just taking up time. Doing that, getting those grants, doing, you know, and all that sort of stuff is taking up your time for actually doing your goal. That's how oh, I look at it. I, sure. I don't even look at those. Hey, that's handy, Andy. <laughs> yeah. But, um, oh, sorry, bro. That's tacky. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like, there's ways of going about it. You don't need those grants. You know, like um, figure out a way. You know, there's always a way how to do it, yeah. man. Like uh, when I started up my business, you know, um, my wife was pregnant. I think she's 22. I was, she's 21. I was 22. Just finished. Oh, we had to, I had to drop out of university because she was pregnant. Had uh, a little car, and we set up my own landscape company. And uh, it was a week to week. You know, and that's how we started up, man. Hand to mouth. Hand to mouth. You know, there is ways of going about it. You have to do it hard, man. And at failing, you know, getting back to failing, that's where, you, you know, uh, you look back on those things. So um, wow. just figure out a way how to do it, man. Just do it. You know, like Nike, as I was saying before. Yeah, yeah. No, good on you, Adam. And so, man, we're all we're all inspired. Far out. You know, I mean, yeah. and I think a really good Kiwi example is we look at America's Cup, you know, what it took. Uh, failing here and right out the front here, eh? down yep. on the waterfront, watching the boat snap in half, and the day that 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 mast broke, you know, uh, it was we went from victory to to yeah. zero, hero to zero, you know, and 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 then to bounce back, you know, last year and grab that thing back in the way that we did on some cycles. Yeah, who, yeah, who would have? You thought? know, I don't know. It just feels so like basic, eh? You know, Why that's you? the Kiwi motto, though. You know, yep. it's like that's us. Go and find another way to do it. Don't give up. Dig a bit deeper. Try something that hasn't been done, eh? And you'll get yep. there. Uh, yep. We got there the second time round. Uh, yeah. I like it. Okay. So, cool. Uh, how to get off the couch and stay off the couch. It's good. So, Adam, this latest one that we just did, uh, that you did, uh, at the Trust Stadium out in Henderson, uh, what do you call it? The New Zealand Flower Show? Yes, New Zealand uh, Flower and Garden Show. Flower and Garden Show. Now, uh, I had the fortune of having my head scanned for that one uh, and some other um, people. So um, tell us a little bit about that. There's some pretty cool things in there. Yeah, sure. Um, I got um, offered the to do it through Kate Hilliard once again, You know, from the, who's put her name forward for Singapore. She phoned me up and said, um, hey, do you want to do a display with the inmates from uh, Parry Prison? Right. And um, right. I said, oh, I'll phone you back, Kate. I just got to talk to my wife first because a promise there I wouldn't go do another one. But well, I said, yes, cool. But anyway, I went to Parry Prison um, and met all the inmates there, right? So I went in there for about five months, uh, going in there two to three days a week um, as maximum security. And... You know, we put up a, uh, it was a very interesting project, so, eh? So, what, hang on, let's unpack that. You're going in there two to three days a week into Parimarima? Yes. And you're doing what? <clears throat> so, um, the, so I entered, a, did a display for the Parry Prison with, with, and the mates, you know, as a combined effort for this uh, flower show. Um, 
So the whole process of it was, uh, I kind of like had a design in my head, but then I thought, nah, this isn't. This is from me. It's not from them, mate. So put a questionnaire out to all of them. There's about 300 questionnaires went out to all these inmates, saying, hey, what do you want to tell the outside world? You know, what do you want to tell them? Um, and it all came back saying, hey, man, we're sorry. You know, give us a second chance. We've stuffed up. We've done our time. We need a break when we get out. You know, it's kind of like a... Wow. Um, and that's from, you know, Farnell, community and employment, really. You know, it's the three main ones, mm. anyway. Because, you know, like um, 40% of them, 40% inmates who uh, get released go back back in, eh? 40%? 40%. Go, 80% yeah, they call if you're under 24. Say, 80% if you're under 24. Mate, just, the stats are just shocking. So say the last bit? 40%. So if you're under 24... 80% return back. Or under 24 years of age, yep. if you're a first offender yep. incarcerated, you've got 80% chance of yep. going back of returning, in. returning, mate. So, yeah. So um, I didn't that? know all these stats, you know, until I started talking to these. And I got to know them pretty well, you know, like um, being there so often and all that type of thing. So so kind of like um, after I got all the feedback from them, came up with the design, through this whole design process, construction and all that, I kind of like led the way and gave them ideas, but they kind of like threw ideas and, you know, it was kind of like, it was a very yeah, much combined yeah, yeah, effort. Yeah. It wasn't just myself um, at all. So so I came up with a design, um, which we finally called Redemption. Was about, it was kind of like a um, like a Monopoly game. You know, I was taking the piss out of it too. You know, yeah, we, yeah. And it was kind of like um, in the far corner was um, in jail. The guy behind the bars. The dude behind the bars. Then uh, it was kind of like a, there's a small path in front of it leading up to a pond and it had like a crossroads in it, like, like a hopple of stepping stones. And if you turn, you know, one way straight back to jail, do not, you know, collect your 200 bucks. But then if you turn another way where there's kind of like a big family nest, like, um, you know, like, there's a big woven seat nest so is the main feature. Um, had I think it's eight thousand lineal meters of uh, weaving in it. Man, it yeah, just, I saw it. I mean, it was a, a, a wow! Made. If you go online and you look at at uh, Adam's uh, display, you'll see the seat. It's it's incredible. I mean, I was I couldn't believe it that that was all made by the prisoners. Yes, correct. It's mate. staggering. Yeah, no, it was, it was a lovely piece of work. Eh? And uh, and also it was woven within it. it had stories, eh? You know how the. The patterns within it, you know, I was saying about hey, far now support and all that type of thing. So, and it was in the shape of like a kuru as well, wasn't it? Um, of, uh, didn't it have some sort yeah, of yeah, yeah, correct, yeah, like a kuru shelf. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, it's Nautilus. another design little. Yeah, thing. right. Yep. So, um, you know, but if um, sorry, and you know, getting back to, next to the nest was you know uh, advanced to go click your two hundred dollars. You know, right, so yeah. So it was more like saying, hey man, if you got family support, far now support, community support. Give them a job; they're going to succeed, man. They're not going to fail. So, and um, so that's what we kind of like wanted to get through. But we also, I also wanted to cover, you know, hey, most people are in there. Most of these crimes are in there because they've hurt someone, eh? You right. know, that's either yeah. violence or you yeah. know, whatever. Most things they've hurt someone, so we can't forget that. You know, like they. Um, so also what discuss that on you know one of the panels of um, saying hey hurt you know all that type of thing so wasn't just the one way you know right uh, yeah because some of them deserve to stay in there for yeah. life you know yeah. not um, 
putting candy floss all over it type thing. Some definitely do, man, without a doubt. Okay. But um, there yeah. are some very good people in there too who have just stuffed up. And, made mistakes. Um, made mistakes. Mate, I could have been one of them, mate. If that, you know, previously said, if my mate Dean Frost didn't come and grab me, I could have been in there easy. And yeah. I'm sure a lot of other people in this world here too, you know, would be the same situation. So, um, yeah, I'm just mm. lucky. And mm. But anyway, um, yeah, so if we all, you know, especially employment employers, man, if there's a stigma of not hiring them, eh? And yeah. Mates, man, and that's what they need. They need a job, man. They need a purpose in life. So um, that's the main highlight, what I wanted wanted to do uh, for for this display. And uh, behind that nest um, was a series of large slatted heads, which one was of yours, Steve. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> and... Uh, you look quite nice, actually, mate. And that, oh, kia ora, kia ora. <laughs> And, uh, you know, another one was a mother. And it was kind of like, yeah, hey, man, you've got wonderful. your mother, your father, you know, family. You're going to be sweet. Yeah. So just when you're yeah. lonely by yourself, you're yeah. going to get led back yeah, that's down right, that old eh? path, eh? So far, know the importance of that. Um, and I felt the way that you thought about the, uh, the what's it, the composition, the way you laid them out, the maunga, the, the, the heads in there were yes. just... It was, it was really impacting and, and powerful once you hit the harakeke, you know, the flax is coming up and, and, and the way that you displayed the, the planting. Uh, yep. It was really emotive. Uh, you, you, people would walk by and slow down. Like you could see them. They'd come slow down. They'd pick out a detail, look at the next thing and sort of almost walk by your display in slow motion. Uh, yes. Which yep. um, I just noticed, you know, because I'm standing off to the side and uh, I, I think that's a really strong compliment to you, Adam. The way that you you considered that, laid it out, uh, I was yeah, it was amazing. Oh, thank you, mate. Yeah, yeah. Yep, no, thank you. Um, hey, man, like back to them, mate. You know, they've well, I had as a designer had amazing resources, eh? Yeah. Like I had the nurse, I had a whole nursery which we grew all the plants, tunnel houses, and all that, plus all the inmates. Oh, you know, oh, right so you grew all of that. For... We grew all of them all there, eh? Except oh, for I think wow. uh, the pungas, but. Everything, oh, and then we had, then I had like a big, massive uh, wood workshop, and had you know all the machinery required there. Then a steel workshop, you know, and the steel yeah. workshop we built um, some steel flaxes and cabbage trees. You know, that identical. was amazing. People didn't even pick it up; they were steel, eh? Yeah, so yeah. That's the type of skills these guys have got, man. So you, we're talking thousands and thousands of hours here. Oh yeah, it yeah, must yeah, have been geez. what four, five thousand hours gone. Oh mate, I, mine was over a thousand, eh? So um, just you personally. Yes, yep. So I did this uh, all charity too, eh? You know, like um, it's all for love because I believe once again believing in it. Yeah, and um, uh, and just doing it, man. Just doing it. So um, yeah. well, so, it, yeah. it's a real credit to you, Adam, for getting off the couch, having a go. You know, going into those places where, in society, where other people reject, you know, and being prepared to go in there, I mean, that's that's pretty cool, you know, and the time commitment to do that, uh, to be with those prisoners, allow some of their story and the wairua that they carry and the mamai too, yes. you know, to yep. to be reflected uh, in that account, uh, it certainly was pretty special. Okay. Uh, and you got an award for that or some Yes, you know, luckily we... Um like we ran out of time once again, didn't get the uh, display finished, <clears throat> but uh, which is quite heartbreaking. But uh, we yeah we got awarded a silver, eh? uh, 
which is still pretty good for oh, yeah. what we did. So, yeah. you know, like I did it for the inmates originally, eh? You know, it was all about inmates, you know, feeling quite, you know, plus, you know, bring awareness out to the community and all yeah. that. But um, yeah. for the inmates, feel, you know, cause it, made, it did make a difference in a lot of those dudes' life, man. But um, but also took a lot of the inmates' uh, whanau and all that type of thing around, personally, around the display when, when the show was on. And... Um, and that was actually turned out to be the biggest uh, factor of doing this. You know, the most proudest. Wow! Seeing you know, like these uh, final, you know, daughters, son, you know, normally embarrassed of their dads, uncles, yeah. sister, brother, who they are. But the first time, um, there's a couple of times, you know, first time in their life they've been proud of who their dad was. Oh, awesome. you know, first time ever, and uh, that was just the biggest. That was the biggest buzz, eh? Go, hey, man, your dad did this. And he kind of like did this, and he was awesome, man. And, oh, yeah. And just to see the <laughs> just the change on the faces, man. Um, <laughs> it, that's what it was about. Bang. It was just awesome. Really. Oh, cool, so, um, hey, yeah, yeah, just a little thing that maybe you didn't know was I. When you asked me to put the tamako on my head, <laughs> I came up with one and zoomed down, eh, and then started putting it on. Uh, I couldn't do the fires um, tamako, so I went and got a, a Māori girl that was on another exhibition yeah. setting it up. So I robbed her, borrowed her off that one, and she came over and gave a spare sort of three or four hours, worked in late into the night. And put a beautiful uh, muko on 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 that uh, yes on that fire's face, uh, you know. So again, the way to uh, the the community getting in behind you, it was for me. I was only involved for a day and a half, but it was yes. it was nice to see these people just un- getting it and getting behind it. Uh, it was pretty cool, Adam. Yeah, no, no, no thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Those people came out from Christchurch, you know, to do their display. And you stealing them off for right at the final <laughs> moment was quite a. Oh man, I thought there was going to be a, a draw. Yeah, but hey, mate, but no, they loved Māori, it. They were mate. there for the that, purpose. They, they and, got uh, the it was awesome, man. Really cool. Yeah, yeah, no, good, good, good. Yes. So uh, look, we're just sort of sort of getting through it, but uh, I kind of want to finish on a bit of a personal note with you, Adam. Your middle name is you said was Maui. Yes, correct. Tell yes, us yes. about that because it's. It's quite yes, unusual. Um, yeah, especially for a honky. Yeah, so um, <laughs> yeah, um, I really don't know the full one hundred percent story, but this is what I've been told. It's, it's all true. It's yeah, but, um, <laughs> believe me. Yeah, yeah. But um, my father's uh, father died when uh, my dad was quite young, eh? When he was about fifteen, in front of him, type thing. So um, so he had no father figure. Then he went to work at the power board in Mataru. And there's an old uh, Mary fellow there, and um, who took Dad underneath his wing. And about three years later, um, I was born. Oh, you know, I was in, uh, coming on, you know, mother's yeah, stomach, yeah. whatever. And uh, Dad said, "Man, if if the son you can call, uh, you can name my son's middle name." He said, "I came in. If it is a son, I'd like to name him Maui because." Um, through, I've only get, had three daughters, and, and through our um, generations that we call, you know, the Maui's a family name. And apparently, it's got it went up up north. They uh, he told them up north, and they weren't too happy about it. Just fear, and I can understand where they're coming from. 
But after I was born, um, I was born with no fingers on my right hand side, and uh, Maori is also another word for left hand man, left handed yeah. man. So um, once I heard this, like I uh, got accepted and all that type of thing. So um, oh yeah, no. So it's quite a special, and I've, I feel really touched with the land. I eh? like uh, I drive around all the time, and I I can feel good land, bad land. And mm. um, yeah, I'm very touched with you know with Maori culture and that. That's why I've based a lot of my designs around you know uh, what what I have done. Um, so yeah, wow. so it's interesting. So but um, after speaking to you, Steve, uh, last year, you said, "Hey man, have you followed this guy up? You know, you uh, mm. don't know it to him, but you, wow. it's but you it's respect. You know, you need to give back to him for naming you this." Mm. So, um, so I've been trying to track him down since then, and I spoke to a friend up in Kiri Kiri um, last week, and he knows him. What? So it's just a small wheel. I said, oh, gee, oh, so um, yeah, hopefully get in touch with him in the next oh, uh, few weeks anyway, if he's still alive. So. Yeah, yeah. So there's something in that name, yeah, that's got some mana, mm. as we say, yes. attached to it. Yes, uh, and in that koro, he would not have passed that on lightly. Say so he he knew something. He picked something up. Yes, uh, as as our komato kuia do. It's not just sort of a tato tato. They know exactly, you know, they connect into that other space. So you're meant to have that name, which is great. And and I think you know, just to finish off the show, to hear all these. I suppose the reality, the successes, the challenges of con- uh, in your heart, you, this part of you, is connected. This Maui, this uh, yes, great yes. ancestor. We're from the east coast, and Maui is, you know, everything to us. But Hokorangi to Maunga, uh, he's up there, uh, and so for you to have that name is pretty special. So when you told me, that's why it just blew me away. I had to know where's that, how's that. Yeah. So um, I look, we look forward. Now we want to know what that's going to be like when you have that reunion. Yeah, you no, know, we, and more yeah. of the kōrero comes out, and more of the wairua, mm. you know, the essence of of the passing on. And uh, I think we're certainly um, privileged, uh, all of us that are listening in, ourselves included here mm. in the studio, to your life story. Um, starting off, getting going, but then something coming out of you, as you say, that connection to the whenua. But also, it's the wairua tapu. It says that as we connect as into our whenua, you know, there's a spiritual connection too, which is mixed with our past being in front of us as well, our tupuna. I yes. think as yeah. well, it's very good. Uh, what's inspiring tonight is that the, one of the big issues for Maritim is, is you know, we rent and we we're not connected. We don't have that ownership of the land anymore. Mm. So therefore, well, that causes as a whole. Well, a lot. Yeah, particularly urban Māori, you yeah, know, that's 75% of us. Yeah, that's right. And how many how many Māori folk own a home or even have a mortgage? We know these numbers are very low. Well, no. 80... Oh, it's, well, it, currently, I think it's... For Māori and Tomek and Makoto, uh, 82, about 82% of whānau don't own a home. 82%. So, and of that, a high proportion of a lower socioeconomic mm. rubbish... Whare, where the kids, our tamariki, our moko, and even our pakeke suffer the health, yes. the health conditions because of the mould and the wet. Yep. and that's uh, probably why you connect very well because you you, <coughs> you you are living in the land all the time. That's your job. That's what you do, and so the connection 
you know, with our people is just quite strong because you're naturally on the land anyway, which is where we should be. But we've lost that art, yeah. We've lost that. Oh, it's not lost. Just it's just misplaced. Yeah, it's just got to break it's the cycle, there. eh? Yeah, you know, just like turn um, it around, right? Yeah, so you know, there's an the old um, advertising campaign back in the nineties. I think it was break the cycle. Break the and cycle, it, and it always stuck in my head, man. I'm gonna break the cycle. So there's uh, yeah. Adam Shooter's uh, Fokato break the cycle. Have a go. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Nah, it's awesome, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah cool. it's awesome, awesome. Well, we've been listening to Adam Shooter, uh, and your company is what? Adam uh, Shooter Landscapes? No, Shooter Design. Shooter Design. Yep, correct. Yeah, Based in yeah. Auckland, but work all over the place. So, need a landscape uh, company to come and <laughs> get rid of those yuckers? <laughs> give uh, give you a call, eh? Shooter Design, and uh, you do all sorts, eh? You do what, landscape? Yes, you know, design, all sorts, mate. Landscape, yeah. Just, mate, I'm just, uh, yeah, it's, what a lucky profession, eh? Just it's more like modelling, just yeah, doing art, it, 3D it. art, man. Well, thanks for coming into the show. Uh, I think um, I speak on behalf of everyone that's listening, ourselves included. It's a really remarkable story, Adam, and and really looking forward to hearing more of it. We'd like to get you back in the show and mm. uh, at some point and maybe see what comes out of the Maui part of your yeah, sure um, journey. <laughs> cool. Thanks, uh, so uh, if you've been listening in uh, yeah we've been listening to Adam Shooter uh, talk about his life story uh, how he's come to be one of New Zealand's leading landscape uh, creators and also been uh, extending Aotearoa in, out across the globe so uh, kia ora for coming in you know, uh, today, I think it's Adam. a privilege yeah, man. really it's appreciate lovely. it and then for our listeners you know it's about to uh, tangata improving quality of life get off the couch have a go uh, Adam certainly um Testified how we can do that and that we must do that as Kiwis is uh, keep that tradition of um, getting out there and trying something new. So I hope that encourages you. Uh, again, another awesome um, testimony life story. We'll be back again uh, next week with, with another interesting story. So uh, from all of us here at Māori Initiatives, take care uh, out there. See you next week. Kakite, kia ora. <laughs>